is the Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Here's your host, Kara Ritchie. Frantically typing on Twitter as the intro is playing to call an audible on the question of the day about uh, 20, 25 seconds ago. Had to reset that, but we'll get into that in a minute. We got to do the whole intro thing. This is the Workday Red Zone. We appreciate you listening in today on the Ticket Radio Network. We're all up and down your radio dial on the AM and FM side. And of course, we're also uh, streaming online at 953theticket.com. You can take us with you on the go, by the way. Uh, of course, you can stream us on the previous mentioned website, but you can also download the TuneIn app and search for KNEA. And follow along in that way as well. If you want to shout at us today, that's easy enough. 9303776 is the number to call. Uh, and then you can interact with us on social media too. Facebook.com slash the ticket radio. And then uh, just about to hit enter on this Twitter poll at Kara underscore Richie with today's KavanaughCars.com question. So uh, you can find that using the hashtag WDRZ. I'm Kara. I am joined in studio by Keith Merritt. Good afternoon. It's Wednesday. He's in his Cardinal Red since it's a day game. It's a day game. And uh, he'll be with us today for hour one. Producing and stuck with us for the whole two hours is Kate Carlton. Good afternoon. So uh, that's us. This is is all of us. Everybody's here. We're good to go. Pretty sure it's a Wednesday. Uh, But uh, since it is a Wednesday, that means we have an A-State Spotlight guest today. And that is going to be Josh Gorsney, assistant Arkansas State women's golf coach. He'll join us at 1230 in a chat brought to you by our friends at Calmer Solutions. Uh, it's, uh, it's camp season, by the way, at Arkansas State. And golf camps are coming up in just a couple of weeks. And we're going to get all the details on that. Basically, if you've got a kiddo that is looking to just become better at golf, whether they are a beginner or an intermediate or even an advanced player. Uh, there's a spot for them at these Red Wolf Golf Camps. So, again, uh, Josh Gorsney going to be joining us today at 1230, and we'll get all the deets on the camps. So you can decide if that is something that is uh, of interest to you. Um, well, particularly to your child. You just don't need to drop them off out there if golf's not their thing. No, that's that's not a good idea. No, don't be a golf parent. But, hey, if your kid is, is looking to learn more about golf, this is going to be a great, great opportunity for them to get a little bit better. Uh, headlines, that's what we normally do right now. Speaking of camps, A-State football has also announced dates and details for the 2022 Butch Jones football camps. That's going to include five different camps led by the Red Wolves coaching staff in June and then one more additionally in July. So, all of those camps going to be held at Centennial Bank Stadium and or the, the Red Wolves practice facility. And the very first camp gets underway with the Friday Night Lights camp next Friday, June 10th. But if you want the whole full slate, age groups, all this and that, um, that's all online at astatefootball.com. 
Elsewhere, the St. Louis Cardinals walked it off over the San Diego Padres with a 3-2 tenth inning win last night. Albert Pujols delivered the game-winning sacrifice fly, while Paul Goldschmidt extended his hitting streak to 22 games with an RBI double. So those teams actually going to be hitting the field to wrap up their three-game series Coming up in about 10 minutes, of course, you can listen in on 95.9 The Wolf, but we'll also give you plenty of updates on that game throughout the course of the contest because it's day baseball, and it's the offseason for everything but baseball. And the Cardinals have been playing, this let's is, see, they've been playing more day games. Yeah. Like Saturday, Sunday, Monday, played at night last night, Yeah, playing a day game today, and Thursday's game is an afternoon game, isn't it? Kane, at the Cubs. Uh, sure. I, I, I don't really know. I hadn't looked that far ahead. <laughs> <laughs> we are we are taking it one day at a time here, Keith. Okay. Yeah. Today they play at twelve fifteen. Today they play at twelve fifteen. If we have this conversation tomorrow, and they're also playing it. Uh, Thursday is a night game. Friday uh, is one twenty. Oh. Oh. Okay. Well, that's good for Friday. And I'm sorry you won't be here to. Help us with the play-by-play on Friday, but that's certainly going to be helpful for, helpful for us in the second hour of the program so we can just do straight-up baseball updates Yeah, wrap up a, a week. Um, because, again, hey, why not? Uh, I guess we've made it this far. We should probably throw out a question of the day. And, again, I kind of changed this question right before the beginning of the show, but it's the off-season, again, of almost everything. We can follow up on that question later. Uh, the Sunbelt Conference officially expands to 14 members one month from today. So what newcomer are you the most excited to see join? And that's the KavanaughCars.com question. Uh, there are, of course, a nice, easy four selections here, <laughs> which is perfect for a Twitter poll. But going in alphabetical order, in case you needed a refresher, James Madison, Marshall, Old Dominion, and Southern Miss are the newcomers. I'm kind of interested to see how the poll shakes out today because I feel like if you're, you know, if you're listening on the phone, if you're uh, in Northeast Arkansas, if you're an A-State fan, I, I feel like most people are going to go with Southern Miss. It's makes sense, closest. It's the closest, you know. If you're able to go see uh, one of these road trips, that seems like that would be the one that people have circled. Um, but I'm kind of curious to see how this looks across the conference, you know, if there are people who support other teams that will chime in today on the Twitter poll. And then also, you know, I, I could be wrong. It wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> there might be uh, other people out there with many, many different opinions. We'll see. Hey, let's go ahead and uh, open up the phones at 9303776 and check in with Mike. How are you? Well, uh, you picked it right. I, uh, right off the top, I thought, uh, Southern Miss. Okay. Yeah, I, I, they've always had a good football program years ago. And, uh, so, and, and of course, to the proximity to ASU, yeah, I think it'll be great. I think I'm looking forward to, to seeing them come here. Now, I've, it's been a minute since I've been to Hattiesburg. What is, what is driving distance to Hattiesburg? You guys will have to. We go down forty out of Jackson. It's about three hours. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Probably about six from here. Okay. So yeah, yeah that's about, it. about that. Not not I've a bad made, road I've trip. I've made at all. that trip. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not a bad road trip. 
Uh, I, I just, I, I remember my dad took me to see Southern Miss play uh, Memphis State, as they were called back in the day, at the old Crump Stadium over in Memphis in the 60s. And at that time, they they had their their, their girls, the man, they were called the Dixie Darling. <laughs> and uh, I remember I, we sat up in the stands and they had like those gold sequin looked like swimsuits sparkles all over and they sit right by me <laughs> I was eight years old I thought oh good lord <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't know, <laughs> I didn't know what to think <laughs> but I've, I've, I've never uh, never forgot that experience yeah, I think, uh, you know, again, Mike, I think a lot of people will be kind of in that boat today just because of, of the regional proximity with the familiarity as well of what Southern Miss football is, has done over the years. But uh, that's a uh, that's a great answer to get us started, no doubt. Okay, have a great day. Hey, you too. Thanks for the phone call. Bye. Nine three zero three seven seven six. Mike leaves the phone, phone lines open. And again, I expect that answer a lot today, but maybe you have slightly different reasons as for why you would pick Southern Miss. And in that case, we would love to hear them. Uh, I, <laughs> I like sidelines here. The sidelines Arkansas State account. Is there a wrong answer? They're just excited to see all the newcomers, period. That makes sense. I do think, you know, in, in terms of football, you know, you look at who Arkansas State is, is going to face this year. And Southern Miss, obviously, as a division Member is going to be on that schedule every year, and then it's going to be a few years until Arkansas State faces all of the the newcomers. You know, you look at uh, just this season, uh, Arkansas State will get to see Old Dominion and James Madison, but who knows when these teams will play each other, when A-State and Marshall will play each other in football. Could be a couple years, could be four years, five years, I don't know. I don't know exactly how they'll work through that rotation. But uh, for that, uh, from a football reason, you know, Marshall's a little bit lower on the pecking order for me this year. But they do still have, obviously, a very well-known name brand. Oh, you yeah. can see due to uh, all of the success they've had in their program uh, throughout the years. But again, uh, one more time here at the KavanaughCars.com question. What newcomer are you most excited to see join the Sunbelt Conference? The league expands one month from today. So one month from today. Uh Little Rock and UTA officially gone. These four new members in, so it'll be a 14-member league. Which, I mean, Little Rock and UTA, there's not any games left to be played with those two schools, so they're already kind of... They're out the door. I mean, I I took them off all of the, the Sunbelt Twitter list, so, you know, that's my that's my official version of giving them the boot. <laughs> now, I, I expect <laughs> that in basketball... The two teams will continue to sure. play. That Arkansas State and Little Rock will continue to play in other sports. Oh no, no non-conference. It, it makes too much sense not to. Uh, I know the men. I I think I think both programs actually have already set up home and homes. Um, it's just a question of waiting until the schedules come out to see where those home and homes start. Yeah. Uh, because it's just it's. Why Why would you not? Why would you not continue that series? It's too close. Uh, there's even a rivalry trophy somewhere on the men's side of thing in Little Rock. That that only comes out at the Stevens Center. I think it only comes out when Little Rock wins, too. I don't know yeah. if A-State, even though A-State has won there, I don't know. We'd have to find out where exactly that uh, that trophy lives 
in the in the day to day. Of course, A State and Little Rock didn't get to play uh, men's basketball last year due to uh, Little Rock having to bail on those games for um, COVID reasons. But and then I don't know, maybe <laughs> maybe the women can just skip going to Little Rock for a couple years. That'd be fine by, by me. <laughs> Stephen Center is uh... a house of horrors for Arkansas State women's basketball. If it can go wrong, it goes wrong there. It's just a place where I know that there's going to be something that irritates the heck out of me before I leave the building. <laughs> uh, I tell you what, uh, let's go ahead. The and... gray uniforms with the white numbers are way up there on my list of things that irritate me. Uh, we'll continue to look at this question, look at some of the newcomers when we come back. But we've thrown it out there. Phone lines will be open during the break. 9303776. We'll be right back on the Workday Red Zone after this. Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on the Ticket Radio Network. Hey there, this is Brad Bobo. Personally inviting you to join me for the drive. It's a place where we talk about the sports news that matters to you and to the people making it. A-State and the Sun Belt. Arkansas and the SEC. Plus the Cardinals, Grizzlies, and especially our local high school coaches and athletes. We've got you covered on the drive. It truly is a show about local sports. Plus you never know when a song is going to break out. So join Will I Ain't and me for the drive. Weekday afternoons from 3 to 6 right here on the Ticket Radio Network. Let NEA golf cars keep you from becoming your golf group's Can I Ride With You guy. You know, the guy standing by the first tee always needing someone to jump on with. NEA Golf Cars offers new carts and all the top brands, including Onward by Club Car and a large selection of used carts. Plus, all the parts and accessories to make sure your cart looks and runs its best this golf season. Go to NEAGolfCars.com or call 236-GOLF for more information. It's goodbye, can I ride with you, guy? And hello, sweet ride. Thanks to NEA Golf Cars, Highway 49 in Paragool. The cost of nearly everything is rising, including the cost of borrowing money. At Farmers and Merchants Bank, we recommend a strong borrowing strategy as a vital part of every good business plan. Our loan experts can guide you through a great lending strategy to maintain and grow your business before rates rise again. Find the lender to meet your needs on our website, mebanking.com. Farmers and Merchants Bank, member FDIC and equal housing lender. If you're a mechanic or mechanically inclined with the willingness to learn, Harris Ford in Newport would like to talk to you. For years, Harris Ford has been known to train and employ some of the best service technicians in America, and we're now looking for new applicants. So whether you're a seasoned professional or mechanically inclined with a good attitude and willing to learn, Harris Ford is offering competitive pay and benefit packages. So don't delay and contact Gerald today at Harris Ford, 523-5559, 523-5559. When it comes to COVID-19, there are several things you can do to protect yourself, your friends and loved ones, and your community. Wear a mask, wash your hands often, and continue to social distance when you are near other people. If you test positive or are exposed to COVID-19, you can get free, detailed information on what you need to do in order to prevent spreading COVID-19 to those around you. Just go to healthy.arkansas.gov. This message brought to you by the Arkansas Department of Health. When it comes to vaping, the truth can get clouded. So let's make it clear. Vaping is not safe for kids, teens, or young adults. It's just not. Because vaping can put microscopic particles into your lungs. And dangerous things like metals and volatile organic compounds into your body. And nicotine. 
the same highly addictive substance found in regular cigarettes. Nicotine can harm a person's brain development through their mid-20s. Affecting learning, memory, attention, and impulse control, and priming the brain for other addictions. Vaping products also come in kid-friendly flavors that can make them appealing to youth. And many kids also use other drugs, like marijuana, in vaping devices. With appealing flavors, high nicotine levels, and lots of promotion on social media. Many kids think vaping is harmless, but it's not. So talk to your kids about the risks of vaping, because when you talk, they hear you. For more information, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. If you're talking, they will hear you. Why are we getting killed like this? Kyle's not here. Got caught drinking beer in the park a couple of nights ago. Really? Yeah. Zero tolerance. He's out for the season. Harsh. Hey, he knew not to drink. We've made that clear to all of our kids, right? Uh, no, not really. Bill, if we don't tell them what we expect and why they shouldn't drink, how are they going to know? Talk. They hear you. For more information, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. This is your warning. You're entering the Workday Red Zone. Sunbelt newcomer, are you most excited to see join the league? The league expands one month from today because the athletic and, and academic collegiate calendar runs July 1st to June 30th. So we're about to, we're a month away from the college new year. <laughs> it's always interesting. You know, we <laughs> we would have conversations with, with Terry Mahondra, you know, like just it kind of, a lot of us, when we sit down to evaluate a year, we are looking at what happened in the previous January to December. But if you ask um, athletic personnel to evaluate a year, they it's are, July to June. It's July to June. So that's when we're going to see this change take place in uh, the Sun Belt is July the 1st. Kara, Keith, Cade here with you. Uh, we'll look at some of these answers throughout the course of the day. Of course, I uh, do want to remind you, a little over 10 minutes out from a conversation with A-State Women's Golf Assistant Coach Josh Gorsney. Uh, that program coming off a very good year, and now they're getting ready for camp season, so we'll find out all the details on that. Uh, I think r- right now on the polls, and barring some kind of late surge um, later on throughout the afternoon, and who knows what this poll will look like when it when it closes tomorrow, but... I think Old Dominion will probably finish in, in last in this poll today. And honestly, this is kind of where I'm at because we know a lot about Southern Miss. It's going to be the, the close team. Yeah. It's going to be the regional team that joins the league. I think everybody is familiar with Marshall um, due to we are Marshall, due to football success, due to other stories as well. James Madison is is – not like a hugely well-known name in this area, but I, I like to think that Arkansas State fans are, are pretty smart people and they know about um, the Duke's success at the FCS level. They know about, you know, the the awesome softball run they had last year. So I think they're a little bit more of a familiar name. And then you've got Old Dominion. By the way, they are the Monarchs, in case you were still sitting there thinking, gosh, what the heck even is this team? And they are located in Norfolk, Virginia. So they've had a football team since 1930 and then kind of refounded the team in 2009. They competed at the FCS 
level for just a little bit and then joined Conference USA in 2014 and that was their FBS home until of course what we're about to see come up this year when they join uh, the Sun Belt Conference. I could give you all of the details on Old Dominion University but you all know how to Google so you can knock that out yourselves. <laughs> I, I am always kind of interested though in in the size of, of different schools because you know if you have a, a huge student base then fingers crossed then you have a good healthy fan base it means in the future you should have more alums more donors so I do kind of like to look at those numbers uh, but right now there's about 24,000 students but this is also a big time distance learning an online university as well but uh, but yeah they have approximately 124,000 alumni in all 50 states and 67 countries. And that's all of the Wikipedia page. I'm going to read to you again if you want more info. <laughs> you, know, you know where to find it. Uh, but, uh, but I'll be honest, I don't know necessarily um, what, they're, what they're great at athletically. Uh, where they've gone out and had, you know, incredible success in, in previous years. You know, do they have some kind of... Um, sport that maybe is not as much on the radar for, that they're great at, like UL, ULM and water skiing, uh, A-State and bowling. Um, uh, they, uh, they've had, you know, a, a really, really good women's basketball team. In fact, uh, back in the, the late 70s, mid-80s, they were national champions. So they're really, uh, used to be really, really strong in that aspect. Uh, they've got, uh, they've had some basketball success on the men's side but uh not not as much they also have some additional sports that are pretty good in in wrestling and rowing of course those are not offered by the Sun Belt, but they got them so i thought we would throw it maybe out maybe the rowers could tow ulm's water skiers behind them <laughs> just come up with a whole new sunbelt whole sport. new sunbelt sport looking at their notable alum uh, there's several that, uh, you all might recognize, but, uh, the one that jumps off the page to me, Justin Verlander was an ODU guy. Yeah. So, um, turns out he's still pretty good at what he does. Yes. So I don't know how successful they have always been in baseball, but, uh, I'm going to go ahead and say they were probably pretty good when he was there. I would think that they won their share of games with him. Pitching on Friday nights. I would, I would, uh, I would think so as well. Of course, they just recently were one of, um, kind of considered the last four out in the tournament field that was revealed just a couple days ago. But that looks like it'll see one more, uh, be one more good addition to Sunbelt Baseball. 9303-776 is the number to call. Cardinals and Padres underway, by the way. Dakota Hudson on the bump today for the birds and it is already a quick one nothing in this game as uh profar let off with a hit machado drove him in uh so one nothing to get things started still nobody out of rudder on first so think uh looking through some news and notes or tweets from from cardinals media members not a lot of arms in the bullpen. Not today. That are available today. So Dakota Hudson needs to go ahead and, and figure it out and not take 13 pitches per out in this game because that is not not a very good recipe for success. Because yeah, I figure you, you're not 
Not going to use Helsley. Probably not going to use Geo. I think Genesis Cabrera is available, but that's at the back end. Yeah. Now there you, are. You need bulk innings today. You may be. You may be in trouble. You're looking at uh, Helsley, Gallegos, Palante are all down. Cabrera uh, likely as well. Verhagen hasn't pitched yet this season with less than two days rest. So bring on Whitley and Whitgren and McFarland today if need be. So not saying that a sweep is impossible. It's just Dakota Hudson's got to pitch better than he's pitching <laughs> right now to get things started. And we'll continue to give you scoring updates uh, throughout the show. Um, I've got to I'm going to go back through here and look at all my notes to figure out what we're going to talk about next throughout the show. I, I set up today's entire show with a different CavanaughCars.com <laughs> question in mind. So I've got all these little factoids about that other question, and then I was like, ah, I don't, I don't want to ask that question. That question's boring. We've asked that question before, so now I'm just literally stalling for time for like a minute trying and a half, to, trying to figure out. Yeah. Exactly what you're going to talk about yeah, this question. We've got like 90 seconds of talk time to fill here before we go to a break and, and get ready to uh, touch base after that with, with Josh Gorsney. And now I'm just, I'm talking about nothing. because. <laughs> <laughs> well, that worked for Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> you know what? They were able to put together a pretty solid show out of uh, out of conversations about nothing. I don't know if I have any good, like... I don't have a soup guy to talk about or like no. a puffy shirt or anything like that. We did touch, uh, we did talk very, very briefly about Seinfeld yesterday when Eli Drinkwitz was talking about Mike Leach and sitting next to him at the SEC meetings. But uh, he did say that Mike Leach was not a low talker. No. And that he was He's always not. afraid that Leach was going to get him in trouble. <laughs> At the meeting, so I haven't heard any reports today about you know Eli Drinkwitz or Mike Leach or Lane Kiffin all sitting together and, and he, wreaking havoc. Eli can be soft spoken, and he can be not soft spoken too. <laughs> you know, he. he uh... I would imagine there's some pretty pretty good convos between those three guys hanging out sitting in the corner, especially Mike Leach story time. I'm sure is always an adventure. Uh, we did manage to kill that 90 seconds we Good. needed to kill. So when we come back, we're going to check in with Arkansas State women's golf assistant coach Josh Gorsney. Uh, recap a little bit of, of what I thought was a very good season for A-State women's golf, but also it's camp season, and we'll find out all the details on that as well. Keep it here with us. We'll be back in a moment on the Workday Red Zone. When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Hey, farmers, WT Equipment in Jonesboro and Pocahontas is open and ready to equip the farmers of Northeast Arkansas. Having a hard time locating available equipment prior to year's end? Do you need to upgrade your tractors, combines, or sprayer to be prepared for the 22 crop year? At WT Equipment, we have both new and pre-o New Holland T9, T8, T7 and T6 tractors available for sale now, ranging from 125 to 620 horsepower. Both new and pre-owned New Holland CR combines also available now. New Holland SP model sprayers ready to roll now. Be prepared for the 22 crop year. Come see us at WT Equipment in Jonesboro or Pocahontas. To speak with our sales department in Jonesboro, call 870-972-5522. That's 870-972-5522. For Pocahontas, call 870-892- 
870-892-5254. That's 870-892-5254. Or visit our website at WTEquip.com. WT Equipment, let's get it done. You love your truck. Implaza Tire Service is here to help you make it even better with custom wheels, leveling kits, and the area's best selection of light truck tires, ATs, mud tires, and RTs up to 35s and bigger. Plaza Tire Service has the tires you want in stock today and will help you select a great combination that gets your truck exactly the way you want it. In Jonesboro and South Caraway, and now at our newest location on East Johnson Avenue, the biggest selection, the best service, and the lowest prices on light truck tires are at Plaza Tire Service. Livestock prices still on the rise. Hello, I'm Scotty Woodson on the EAB Ag Network with your EAB New Market Report. July corn at 7, 28 and 3 quarters, down 24 and 3 quarters, with September corn at 7 and a quarter, down 24 and 3 quarters. July soybeans at 16.87 and a half, up 4 and a quarter, with August soybeans at 16.24 and a quarter, up 4. July wheat at 10.36 and a quarter, down 51 and a quarter. September wheat at 10.47, down 50 and a half. July cotton at 136.61, down 237, with October cotton at 127, even down 308. July rice at 17.33 and a half, down 21 cents, with September rice at 17.54 and a half, down 26 and a half. Moving on to livestock now, June live cattle at 132.30, up 177.5. August live cattle at 132.62.5, up 225. August feeder cattle at 169.02.5, up 390. With September feeder cattle at 171.62.5, up 350. June lane hogs at 109.42.5, up 145. With July lane hogs at 111.82.5, up 382.5. That's your EAB New Market Report, and I'm Scotty Woodson. Have a great day. I'm Staff Sergeant Mark Anthony I'm Madrid. Staff Sergeant Smith Akal. I'm Staff Sergeant I'm Alex Staff Stewart. Sergeant William Lewis, and I am proud to defend my family and our nation. The Air Force Reserve is part of the story of this great nation. I'm grateful that I have a chance to wear the uniform of the heroes that went before me. I am proud to be part of a team that helps make a difference in the world. Every day, men and women from communities across this nation serve as reserve citizen airmen. Even as technology evolves and changes, our commitment to defend and protect this nation remains steadfast. We celebrate those who have served and those who are proudly serving. We celebrate our proud history and look towards an exciting and uniting future. Our mission is to fly, fight, and win in air, space, and cyberspace. And I am proud to be a member. And I'm proud to serve in the United and States. And I am proud to protect our country. Proud to serve in the U.S. Air Force Reserve. Hi, this is Christina Ricci with RAIN. Every two minutes, another American is sexually assaulted. If you or someone you know has been sexually assaulted, you are not alone. Help is just a call or click away through the National Sexual Assault Hotline. Please call 1-800-656-HOPE. That's H-O-P-E. Or visit RAIN.org. That's R-A-I-N-N dot O-R-G. Brought to you by RAIN and this station. Turn it up and annoy your coworkers who wear the wrong colors. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Here's Kara Ritchie. back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara, Keith, and Cade hanging out with you on a Wednesday. But Wednesday at 1230 means it's time for our A-State Spotlight brought to you by Calmer Solutions. Today we're going to get caught up on some Arkansas State women's golf, both uh, recapping what seemed like a pretty good season. And then get ready for camp season as well as assistant coach Josh Gorsney is with us here on the Ritter Communications Hotline. Coach, how are you today? I'm doing great. 
How are you? Hey, doing well. Aside from, you know, getting set up for camp season, what's going on right now with the A-State offseason? You know, we just finalized our fall and spring golf schedule for next year. Uh, we're And then we're off on the road recruiting. Um, I've been on the trip already. Coach, uh, Coach MJ has been on the trip, and we're just continuing recruiting, getting junior camps going. Um, and finalizing, getting all the ordering and stuff done for next season. I want to get all the info on these golf camps coming up in just a moment, but realize this is the first chance we've had an opportunity to to touch base with you. So I uh, wanted to get to know you just just a little bit as well. I have kind of a, a random question. When you, okay. when you first meet somebody and they find out that you're a golf coach, how long does it take them to start hitting you up for golf tips? Yeah, they immediately want a, a free lesson. They want to talk about the golf swing and all the intricate parts about that and if I give give lessons on the side. So it's just a barrage of questions right out of the gate usually. Oh yeah, they they want to know they want to know anything and everything regarding golf. Um but it doesn't take long as soon as they they know what I do and and I'm fine with it. I I love I love golf and I just another topic of the conversation. Uh you just wrapped up year 1 with A State Women's Golf. So I I kind of want to flash back and and hear about how you landed in in Jonesboro last August. Yeah, I was I was in Norman, Oklahoma, which MJ has a lot of experience in Norman. She played at OU. Uh, coached at OU, I think spent a total of 10 years, and through her connections with a few people, um, we had mutual connections that got me a, an interview, and that's what kind of got me here. Uh, Greg Gross, is the Golf Coaches Association of America uh, president, um, and I coached against him. He was at Norman High while I was at Norman North. We had some... Um, I mean, we we were pretty competitive, but he got to know me through that. Uh, and then a fellow coach, Kyle Blazer, who is at Oklahoma City University, MJ coached there right after OU. I actually coached Kyle's uh, son at Edmond North, uh, my first job in uh, Oklahoma. So that's how we kind of got connected, and I had heard about an opening here, and um, that was kind of the next in my uh, my coaching career. So now that you've you've had that year under your belt, um, what's your impression of Sunbelt Conference women's golf? It is very competitive, and it's only going to get more com- competitive with uh, at least two of the four that are being added inside of the top 100 of the golf stat rankings. Uh, so... I know some of the teams, Coastal Carolina and some other Georgia Southern, they have some seniors that are leaving. Uh, we have our same squad back, uh, and we're adding two more. So we're going to be as good as we were this year, if not better next year. So I, I'm really looking forward to uh, what we got going on next year as well. Catching up with Josh Gorsney here on the Ritter Communications Hotline, talking to some A-State women's golf. From the outside in, you know, it it looked like this team had a really good season. So how did 
last year match up with with preseason expectations? Um, I think I think we did uh, we did really well this year. Stuff to build on. We added a few new tournaments for next uh, season. Uh, it's going to be even more competitive. Uh, I think doing doing better at our home event is obviously something an opportunity. But we did have two wins, so I mean we got to celebrate that. Sure. We had we had Olivia Schmidt, the Sun Belt Golfer of the Year. Uh, so we really got to just be in the now and celebrate those accomplishments. And I mean these girls only have four years, so when great things happen, you got to just kind of settle in the moment and celebrate that. If you didn't bring up Olivia Schmidt, I was going to have to because <laughs> just uh, an absolutely phenomenal, phenomenal year for her. I mean, what's what's next? What can what else can be expected from from her before she wraps up her A State career? You know, I know she was really disappointed at how she finished off those last two rounds uh, at regionals, but I think a great goal that she's expressed to us is just getting a team Sun Belt. Uh, championship as a team um, and then her and all of her teammates can go to regionals and then obviously that next step is qualifying out of regionals to get to uh, national championship so I I think that's kind of her her goal obviously she would love to win Sunbelt next year uh, but I know she, she's more team oriented and she would love to get her and our teammates, the regionals. You've touched on, you know, what's going on this summer for Arkansas State women's golf with getting out and recruiting and things like that. But again, you all are, are just about to start opening up the Red Wolves Golf Camp slate. So give us some of the the main details here on this Red Wolves Golf Camp and, and who can come out and, and golf with you guys in, in the month of months of June and July. Yeah, we're, we're hosting it at Sage Meadows, who is a great partner, Sage Meadows Golf and Country Club. We have three sessions going out on through June uh, and July, and uh, ages from 6 to 13, anybody can sign up. We've got it advertised all over social media, where all the, all the parents have to do is click the Google form. That's going to give us all the info that we need, and then they can just pay on the first day of camp. Um, but the first session is June 13th through the 15th, so about 12 days away, and we're uh, finalizing planning for that. And we're just super excited. This is the first year that it's happening, and we got all of the coaching staff from both golf programs, and everyone has past experience of coaching obviously and uh giving personal lessons so really uh educated and dignified staff and we're gonna our main point of emphasis is to have fun you know if they have fun they're gonna learn so uh, we're not gonna be there giving technical a lot of detail i mean with the more advanced kids we'll we'll get into that but number one priority is having fun they get out of the house, they get to the golf course, and they can hopefully learn some something while they're having fun. So will you kind of sort them into 
experience level just a little bit or do they need to be experienced did they need to have just picked up a golf club maybe once in their life how do you how do you start in the the developmental process and kind of growing a, a love for the game you know we we're going to split them into groups of similar age ranges as well as if they're a beginner if they're intermediate and then meet them where they're at uh we're always going to start with the basics with alignment and target and grip, you know, and then that's kind of where we start with the beginners while implementing games and things that keep them engaged. You know, it's, it's tough to go to the golf course and putt for an hour, but <laughs> I mean, we even do it with our girls at the college level. We got to, we got to, add games and keep them engaged and so we're gonna we're gonna do that um but then if there's some intermediate golfers that are in the 10 to 13 range we'll get into course management we'll get into uh hitting the ball right to left hitting the ball left to right picking targets some of the things that uh the middle handicappers probably have trouble doing out there yeah, I would imagine that, you know, for for some kids, it's okay. How do you stand next to the ball in order to hit it properly? It, some of us never learned that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's the first first thing is making contact. Is I mean, first thing is how you put your hands on the golf club. That sets you up for success. And then, I mean, what we're talking about today is, we're not just going to throw balls down and have them hit it. We, we want to have them learn, okay, let's first make contact with the turf. How do we do that? And then once you're good at that, we'll add a tee, hitting a tee on the turf while also making contact with the turf. Then we'll add a golf ball on a tee, making contact with a golf ball. Then we'll take the tee away and, I mean, just have the golf ball on the turf. And I mean, that's the, the basis once you've, get the ball up in the air, that's when it can be fun. Any chance you're going to start cranking out these golf camps for adults? <laughs> because some, <laughs> some of us need yeah. this. <laughs> well, with re- yeah, with recruiting purposes in our compliance department, we got we have to limit the ages for now. But, uh. Uh, yeah, all these coaches are open for instruction, you know. I don't, uh, some of us are just lost causes and, yes. and, and might need to move on. There's there's no hope, uh, but uh, looking forward to to you guys uh, getting to, to start up these camps in a couple of weeks. Uh, Josh Gorsney here for just uh, another minute or two. So you've got a, you've already talked about a couple tr- recruiting trips you've already taken uh, since the off season began. You've got these camps in there as well. Will you have additional recruiting trips to, to fill time this summer as well? Yeah, we have. Coach Shaw going up to Canada to the Quebec Junior. Uh, that's a big amateur tournament and up there in Canada. And then there's a tournament in Arkansas. It's a USGA uh, women's, U.S. Women's Amateur Qualifier. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'll be going to that, I think, July 1st. And then there's a few recruits that we've got their summer schedules that will divvy up and go out and make face-to-face contact. That's the, that's the biggest thing is building relationships and 
and getting them on campus for visits and letting them know what Arkansas State golf has to offer. Sure. So a busy summer, uh, no doubt, coming up for Arkansas State women's golf. Josh, if you don't mind, before we, we ramp up the, the phone call, go ahead and, and tell everybody one more time where they can find more information, registration information, what have you, for these upcoming golf camps. Yeah, if you follow Arkansas State Women's Golf on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, we have links out there. We will put a new link out there in the next week or so. But if you just scroll down, probably our most recent post, uh, there's a, a Google Form link that you just press, fill out the information, your your son or daughter's name, uh, age, they're beginner, intermediate, uh, allergies, things like that. Fill out that form, and then you'll get a text message confirmation that we've received your registration. Okay, so pretty pretty easy to find the info, pretty easy to get it all set up, and uh, we appreciate you sharing all that information with us today. Coach, thanks so much. Have a great afternoon. Thank you. You too. Thanks for having me on. Hey, thanks for the time today. Again, Arkansas State Assistant Women's Golf Coach Josh Gorsney. They're with us on the Ritter Communications Hotline, our A-State Spotlight each week brought to you by Calmer Solutions. We take care of technology so you can take care of business. They are obviously NCAA limited, but they they need to do adult golf camps. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, so Some of us, and, and they need to set up those adults golf camps like they are talking to six-year-olds because some of us <laughs> never really learned some of those points that he was outlining of emphasis like how to actually properly stand and hold the club and uh, some of us have never really played golf with the exception of the okay. old putt-putt place that used to be down Parker Road. Yeah I'm such a bad golfer Charles Barkley could give me tips and they would help. That's that's bad. My time on a golf course is non-existent, so uh, Cade is doing the heavy lifting in terms of golf in the Cade. Yeah, I suck. <laughs> <laughs> And as you can see, he was so ready to brag on his golf game as well. Yeah. So this is just a room full of lost causes <laughs> when we talk about golf. Uh, but that's but all right. He actually gets out on golf courses. This is true. This is true. When's the last time you went golfing? Uh, Sunday. Sunday morning. Okay. I'm trying to think of the last time I even played putt-putt. Like, the last time I held a golf club. I'm going to have to think on that. We're going to have to take a, we're gonna have to take a break. the closest I've been to golf lately is holy moly. I watched 30 seconds of that once and said, no. Okay. I've watched golf this summer once, maybe. Maybe it was just... just a highlight on Twitter. You know what? Let's move on. It's time to take a break. We'll come back and wrap up the noon hour right after this on The Ticket. The only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis. And when you speak of me, speak well. Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. The new Saudi Golf League has been a major talking point in the world of golf. The league is offering the world's top golfers a massive payday. PGA Tour doesn't have any interest in sharing this spotlight. Yesterday, the new league officially released the first 42 confirmed entrants. The PGA Tour has been very clear about 
about how it feels about their athletes competing in the league. It's been long rumored that tours threaten lifetime bans to those who decide to participate in the new league. But that didn't stop Dustin Johnson. The two-time major champ will headline the Live Golf Invitational on June 9th. Johnson could face a strict penalty from the tour, but his commitment to the Saudi league is proof that money talks. It's impossible for us to know what the future holds for the new league, but with so much conflict surrounding the committed players, the PGA and the new league, it will be interesting to see what actions the PGA actually decides to take. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. At Love, at Love Sack, they know a lot about total comfort. And they also know that doesn't mean just a couch to sit on and relax. It's a couch that evolves with you and your ever-changing needs. Stealth tech system featuring immersive 5.1 surround sound by Harman Kardon travels through the fabric and upholstery on your couch to deliver unparalleled immersive audio experience. Learn more at lovesack.com. Love, S-A-C, lovesack.com, designed for life furniture. And now, a message from Discover about real rewards. If you're a loyal credit card customer, you should be rewarded for your loyalty, preferably with something that you actually want and something that you can actually use, something like cashback match. Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year automatically, dollar for dollar, because when it comes to rewards, you can't go wrong with cash back. Finally, rewards that make sense. Discover. Exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match limitations to apply. Would you like to earn up to $21.25 per hour? Would you like opportunities like growth advancement and enjoy benefits? Denso and Osceola is offering just that in your first year. Denso is the industry leader in the design of advanced automotive systems. Denso builds the best products in the world by hiring the best people. You can earn up to $21.25 per hour and get 13 days of paid vacation and 13 paid holidays in your first year by becoming a Denso team member today. Start your new career with Denso. Denso. Denso also offers referral bonuses, plus medical, vision, dental insurance, and a 401k with a 4% match. Apply today at DensoCareers.com and search Osceola, Arkansas. That's D-E-N-S-O Careers.com and search Osceola, Arkansas. Walk-in interviews every Wednesday from 9 to 11.30 a.m. at 100 Denso Road in Osceola. Earn up to $21.25 per hour. Get 13 days of paid vacation and 13 days paid holiday plus benefits today with I was having problems growing grass in my yard. Tried all remedies. Nothing. Finally, Richard Groves from Branching Out Tree Service said my trees weren't allowing grass growth. What? They needed trimming. And yep, trim back the trees, more grass. If you have problem growing grass or you need a tree consultation, contact Richard for a free estimate, 870-847-6040, and he will treat you right. Branching Out Tree Service. Uncle Sam? You just turned 18, right? It's time to register at SSS.gov. Excuse me? It only takes a minute, and it makes you eligible for student aid and millions of federal jobs. Plus, well, it's every man's responsibility. What do you say? Okay, I'll do it. <laughs> Here's my quill. Um, I'll just use my phone. SSS.gov, right? No. Be the man. Register with the Selective Service System today at SSS.gov. Be part of the conversation on the Workday Red Zone. Phone lines open now, 930-3776. 
back. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara, Keith, and Cade here with you for just a couple more minutes asking you what newcomer are you most excited to see join the Sun Belt? The league expands in one month, welcoming in James Madison, Marshall, Old Dominion, Southern Miss. And it looks like, you know, a couple of different fan pages from around the Sun Belt have kind of picked up this tweet now and retweeted it to their followers. So now it's going to be kind of like a tug of war among the four fan bases in addition to, you know, uh, people in this area voting. But uh, right now, Old Dominion is way, 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 way dead last. They've got 2% of the vote. However, this tweet was just retweeted by Big Blue's Bulging Biceps, a.k.a. an ODU Sports podcast so maybe okay. they'll maybe they'll make it oh already they went from two percent to six percent just in the time <laughs> that just in the time it took me to say big blues bulging biceps so their fans have found this poll and started to vote a little bit and uh, it'll be interesting to see what this final poll result looks like tomorrow when i still have the odu wiki page pulled up from earlier and of course they founded football in in 1930 but then the program only lasted 11 years, and the program dissolved due to a rule against freshman players and a $10,000 debt. So I'm going to investigate more about that story. <laughs> that would be 1941. There were some other things going on in 1941. This is true. This is very, very true. Keith, your answer to the question of the day? Southern Miss, because okay. A, I've been there. I've been to Reed Green Coliseum, which is where they play basketball. It's the closest trip for Arkansas State fans of any of the four newcomers to the league. And uh, their fans, based on my interactions with them, remind me a lot of Arkansas State fans. Okay. Uh, I think the I think these two fan bases will tend to agree on the teams that we just really don't like. <laughs> <laughs> the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Yes, the enemy of my enemy. Now, I think head to head, it it could get interesting. I think it will get interesting when you get to play them on a regular basis. Familiarity will. Read a little contempt. Yes, yeah. always, always. So welcome new frenemies is how <laughs> I keep phrasing this in terms of uh, the league expanding. But we'll continue to look at this question in the second hour. Three more schools we haven't really uh, discussed a ton about, so we'll do that when we return. But, Keith, appreciate you hanging out with us for hour one today. Thank you much. I'll see you tomorrow. Sounds like a plan. Every, everybody else, though, uh, keep it right here. Old Dominion, up to 8% in the poll. Maybe yeah. they're going to make a... Make a run. Yeah, make a run. We'll see. We'll see what a rally looks like in, uh, you know, a super, super important Twitter poll. And <laughs> what the numbers will look like there. But uh, a lot more to discuss in the second hour of the program. So we hope you keep it right here with us on the Workday Red Zone.
black screen on your phone or tablet, it's going to be okay. It happens. Get it fixed up and protected at Cell Phone Station in Jonesboro. For all screen repairs on your smartphone, tablet, iPad, or Apple Watch, call 203-0993. All iPhone screens replaced in 20 minutes. Oh, yes, just 20 minutes to have it back looking like new. While you're there, check out Cell Phone Station's selection of phone and iPad accessories, shock-resistant and waterproof cases, tempered glass screen protectors, chargers, pop sockets, wallet cases, and slim covers for most phone models. Generic OtterBoxes start at only $25, and they're always buy one, get one free. Come on by. Get your iPhone fixed in just 20 minutes at Cell Phone Station. We buy and sell AT&T, Verizon, and Straight Talk phones, and make sure you ask about our custom engraving and embroidery, all done in 20 minutes. Cell Phone Station in the Highland Shopping Center at the corner of Red Wolf and Highland in Jonesboro near Fuji Steakhouse. Cell Phone Station, home of the 20-minute iPhone repair. Get your iPhone back glass fixed now at Cell Phone Station. Go by for details. You've got a lot of plans on your summer bucket list this year, but yard work doesn't have to be one of them. Call the professionals at J&K Lawn and Tree Service today. You want your yard to be the best-looking one on the block, but you also want to enjoy all the summer fun with friends and family. Don't waste your precious time or hire someone whose work is just okay. Call J&K Lawn and Tree Service at 897-1329. That's 897-1329. Don't settle for okay when you can have J&K this summer. Your vehicle is a personal and important investment. At Central Collision Center, we're more than collision repair. We do everything from minor paint touch-ups and windshield replacements to framework. We're committed to customer satisfaction and provide the highest quality of service. At Central Collision Center, we provide honest and expert auto care and offer a written lifetime warranty and on-site rental car arrangements. Stop by or give us a call today to schedule your free estimate central collision center professional convenient reliable behind central chevrolet on stadium and online at centralcollisionctr.com your ticket sports update brought to you by plaza tire service albert Pujols delivered the game-winning sacrifice fly in the 10th inning to give the cardinals a 3-2 victory over the padres tuesday night paul goldschmidt also had an rbi double which extended his hit streak to 22 games the cards and padres are wrapping up their series this afternoon in a game you can hear on 95.9 the wolf a retirement ceremony was held tuesday honoring longtime arkansas state sports information director gina bowman she worked for the university the last 46 years, including 32 as an SID. At one point, Bowman was the only female football sports information director in the country. And we're just one day away from the start of the NBA Finals. The Celtics and Warriors are scheduled to tip off their series in San Francisco tomorrow night at 8 o'clock. That's your ticket sports update, sponsored by Plaza Tire Service, bringing you the best deal on tires. Keep it tuned right here to the Ticket Radio Network. Heart disease remains a leading killer of Americans and significantly affects the quality of life of countless others who have trouble doing even simple things they once enjoyed. I'm Jimmy Johnson, and like someone you probably know, I have heart disease. Today I'm doing what I love, spending time outdoors and with my family, talking football, and even competing on Survivor. But just a few short years ago, heart disease could have kept me from the sidelines. I couldn't let that happen. My whole career has been about hard work to achieve success. I knew there had to be a winning solution and I talked to my doctor. Then, working with an interventional cardiologist, we decided on a stent to relieve my heart disease symptoms. I've never looked back. As a survivor, I'm urging you to talk to your doctor and know your risk because your own health is more important than the biggest game. Learn about your heart disease, get proper treatment, and live well. For more information, visit secondscount.org. 
This is KNEA K237FI 95.3 and K245CW 96.9 Jonesboro and KBRI Clarendon, the Ticket Radio Network. Half time's over, and we're getting back to work. Hour two of the Workday Red Zone begins now. Here's Kara Ritchie. friends to the workday red zone Kara and Cade with you it is one o'clock which means we made it halfway through the day and uh one hour to go here a couple of things we're monitoring one our poll for the kavanaughcars.com question uh asking you which newcomer to the sunbelt are you most excited to see join uh, of course the four teams James Madison Marshall Old Dominion and Southern Miss uh got uh what is all of a sudden a very active poll going on on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie but you can chime in on that question on the phones too. 9303776 is the number to call there. And then additionally today, keeping track on Cardinals Padres. St. Louis is going for the sweep against San Diego in this three-game series. But uh, right now it is the bottom of the third. One out uh, for the Cardinals. And... It looked, <laughs> it looked a little shaky. Uh, this one did at the start because it took Dakota Hudson 13 pitches to record his first out today, um, which 13 pitches and out. I mean, you're pitching like two and a third's inning if, <laughs> if that happens. But uh, he has made it through the second and the third innings uh, much, much better than he did in the first so he should be able to at least get pitch into the fifth um if he keeps going at the pace he did in the the second and the third possibly even the sixth which he's going to need to the cardinals bullpen is very very limited today uh based on some of the guys they've had to throw out there the past couple of days of course the past couple of games have both been really good ones uh, for the cardinals against the padres the padres are a good team so, so far this season, so many times what we've seen from the Cardinals is that, you know, they've gone out, they've had no issues pummeling the bad teams, no issues against the Reds, no issues against the Pirates, but then uh, kind of 500 or even not even up to that against some of these really good teams they've played, like like the Mets or like the Brewers. But this this is a good series win. This is a very good series win. The Cardinals have already won the series based on that extra inning walk-off victory last night um I feel like every day for the past week we've had a segment where we talk about just how good Paul Goldschmidt is right now and why not keep that going today because he is very very good right now just his month of May was insane and I cannot even wrap my head around how he will not be the National League player of the month for the month of May um he has a 22 game hit streak going on he has not gotten a hit yet today however he was walked earlier so he gets to continue his on base streak which is at 50 games he's been on base every single game this season but a 22 game hit streak and then also he set a May record for Cardinals franchise history with 23 extra base hits in the month. 
Um, he was tied at 22 with Stan Musial and Albert Pujols. That's an okay group to be paired with any time in your baseball career. But now again, no Cardinal has ever had more extra base hits in the month of May than Goldie. Uh, he actually, I, I lied. His, I'm seeing different reports here in terms of his on-base streak. Uh, but uh, maybe it goes back to last season. It's up to 37 games today. And that's the longest in franchise history since Matt Holliday. So he's just completely, completely on a different level. We kind of looked at his numbers yesterday in terms of, you know, where they were at career-wise. Again, a guy who has had uh, multiple seasons in his career where he's finished in the top three of the MVP voting. He actually, right now, if the season ended today, he would have a career high in batting average. Um, he's batting 352, and that is leading the National League. His slugging percentage right now is leading the National League. His hits leading the National League. On base plus slugging leading the National League. Total bases leading the National League. OPS plus leading the National League. When the Cardinals traded, for Paul Goldschmidt back in 2019 or prior prior to the start of that season. I mean, this you didn't even this isn't even the player that you thought you were gonna get. You thought you were gonna get like 2020 and 2021 Goldie. A guy who batted like right at 300 and played gold glove defense and was just very good. This this is better than that. What he is doing right now is exceeding every kind of possible expectation you have for him as a player because 352 as a batting average is insane in an era of decreased offense these are insane numbers that he is putting up what I think is is one of the most interesting things about this to me is just how much like he does not care he doesn't care um I saw a quick clip from over the weekend where of course it was it was a post game uh, a little post game media session you know the the reporters are allowed into the locker room, and so they all crowd around whoever's locker that they're talking to, and Goldie's standing there at his locker, and there's a media member that is trying to ask him about his hitting streak and his on-base streak, and Goldie just flat-out cuts this person off, and he just said, I don't care. I don't care. Doesn't even let the guy spit out the question. I don't care. I don't care. And, you know, in some cases, you'd wonder if he was trying to avoid, like, jinxing it or something like that. But I, I am fairly confident that he doesn't care. <laughs> <laughs> he just doesn't care. He's probably happy right now because his team, uh, more often than not, in the month of May was, was successful in terms of getting wins. But this is just absolutely astounding what he is doing right now. And he is he is turned into must-see TV. Every single time he's at the plate, you know, something is something positive is going to happen. Um, again, what the, the Cardinals need help here with is just not having a player, just one single solitary player hot at the, the same time. You know, you go back to last night, and Arenado was like 0 for 14, 0 for his previous, his last 17, somewhere in that neighborhood. You know, after a scalding hot April, he cooled off dramatically. So again, you just got to get some guys playing better. 
moving forward. I'm if if I'm going to speak anything into existence today, I'm going to hope that maybe Corey Dickerson, who's actually uh, not DHing today, he's actually playing out in left. But you know the the Cardinals do have to get some better production out of that DH spot. That's that is a guy that is on your team solely to hit baseballs. Yes, some days he can complimented at an outfield position or whatever, but th- that dude needs to be able to hit baseballs. And right now, the Cardinals just aren't getting a lot of production out of that spot. Um, Corey Dickerson, interestingly enough, has had throughout his entire career really good numbers against you, Darvish. Uh, so maybe he's already got a hit, hit off of him today. Maybe this can help jumpstart something. And, you know, Albert, of course, had that uh, game-winning sacrifice fly last night, but he is... Well, he was... He's L.A. Albert and not St. Louis Albert, if you know what I'm saying here, uh, in terms of his production. It has to be a spot where things get better. Uh, One more note on last night's game. Of course, you can't really talk about the win without mentioning Adam Wainwright and just how incredible he performed. Uh, Seven innings and ten strikeouts. I don't even know if you can call that vintage Wayno because as great as Wainwright has been throughout his career he still only had somewhere in the neighborhood of of 14 double digit strikeout games so this is actually better than (laughs) vintage Wayno is what we saw last night uh, from him and I I think it's kind of interesting I think this is just a a kind of a general interesting thing a, a topic all over sports any sport not just baseball but I always find it interesting why why some men or some women just absolutely own certain teams now you understand it sometimes when there is you know a situation where like a player is traded and so for the rest of their career they have that game against the previous team circled and they have a tendency to go off or whatever or maybe there's just a certain pitcher they face in their career that they're able to read really well and and so on and so forth I don't really know what motivates Adam Wainwright against the Padres but he's 6-0 and against the Padres at Bush Stadium. He has a 1.64 ERA against the Padres at Bush Stadium. And he hasn't given up a home run to San Diego at Bush Stadium in 65 and two-thirds innings. He just is phenomenal against the Padres. And again, it's not like this is some team that sometime in his career like slided him or something. I mean, I don't think, I don't think... You know, back 20 years ago, he was supposed to be drafted by the Padres and got drafted by the Braves instead. I don't think there's a story that I'm overlooking here. But I I just always find that interesting why some players just, for whatever reason, can just own an opposing team. When it, you don't necessarily see anything on paper where where it jumps out as to why that should happen. But, But Adam Wainwright owns the Padres at Bush Stadium. And there's no doubt about it. And he was very, very good. Last night. Uh, with last night, of course, though, he was only able to pitch seven of the ten innings because he's almost 40, so he's not going to be out there throwing 120 pitches. But one of the things that led to the Cardinal win last night is is when that game got, the deeper they got into that game, that's when they showed how well they can do some of the small things. The tenth inning in particular, you know, you had an assist in the outfield by Lars Newt-Barth that was just a perfect, perfect, th- a beautiful throw uh, to get out a runner at the plate. And then one of the things that set up the, the win in the 10th, of course, you started with the ghost rudder on second, and that was Tommy Edmond. 
but Edmund stole third uh, to put himself in that position to be driven home by Albert Pujols. And all season long, this has been a phenomenal, phenomenal base running team. And so uh, last night, again, just, just a good a good win for this Cardinal team. Today, middle of the fourth, Padres still up one nothing, thanks to that uh, first inning RBI by Manny Machado. But uh, since then, Dakota Hudson has settled in um, after, a, a again, a rough first inning. Well, one inning is not rough, but uh, <laughs> took him a few pitches to get there. But uh, since then, I don't even know if he's given up a hit since that first inning. He has pitched pretty well since then. So he's going to be out there for a few more innings. Obviously, uh, Cardinals need to get some runs across here to be able to get this sweep today. And the guy who's going to be leading off in the, the bottom of the fourth, the hottest hitter on the planet, Paul Goldschmidt. So we'll take a break. I'm going to follow this Goldie at bat is what I'm going to do. I'm going to be completely honest with you. We'll come back and uh, dive, back, dive back into our KavanaughCars.com question right after this on the ticket. Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara. Take that for data. The Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Northeast Arkansas Construction is hiring to build the future, building out the region's fiber optic network to connect to the world. Here's Brian with another great thing about working at NEA Construction. The non-judgmental attitude of the owners, the willingness for, for someone to go out of their way to help you in every aspect, not only just on the job, but in, you know, in life and focus on another issue inside your life other than just the business side of it. That's really what surprised me the most. NEA Construction takes pride in being Arkansas's leading fiber optic construction company. Join our great work environment with state-of-the-art equipment, full training, fully paid health insurance, and paid vacation, all at industry-leading hourly pay. Call 870-972-8565 or visit nearkansasconstruction.com. Northeast Arkansas Construction. We make a difference. Equal opportunity employer. When is a gift more than just a gift? When it's personalized and as unique as the person it's for. Unique Ink has all your one-of-a-kind gift-giving needs for grads, dads, and every special occasion. Shirts, hats, accessories, and a new line of striker outdoor apparel perfect for the adventure lover in your life. Pick out the perfect gift for your special someone and then make it truly unique with monogramming, embroidery, screen printing, and more. When you think unique gifts, think Unique Ink. 1320 Red Wolf Boulevard in Jonesboro. Hi, this is Bob Moore with Moore Air Conditioning. AC issues in the summer interrupt your life in more ways than one. We're here to help. When you need your air conditioning repaired, you need it fast. Get more assurance with the Moore same-day guarantee. We'll send a licensed, trained, and background check technician to your home the same day you call, or you don't pay a service fee. That's the Moore assurance guarantee. Creating comfort one home at a time. 870-336-2023. Adopt US Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting. A teenager learning the lingo. Today I'm going to help parents translate teen slang. Now, when a teen says something is on fleek, it's exactly like saying that's rad. It simply means that something is awesome or cool. Another one is totes. It's exactly like saying totally, just shorter. As in, I totes love going to the mall with Becca. Another word you might hear is jelly. 
Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous. As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will think you're, um, rad just the same. To learn more, visit adoptuskids.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. What is dedication? My biggest fear in the middle of my addiction was that my kids wouldn't have a father. I overdosed on heroin, and I lived. And I started thinking, you know what? This isn't my story. My desire to change had finally outweighed my desire to stay the same. I felt powerless for so much of my life. It's important to me that my kids are empowered and truly believe that if, if they can think it, they can do it. I definitely had to become a better man to be a better father. For the first time, I, I finally feel like I'm exactly where I should be, where I want to be. That's dedication. Visit fatherhood.gov to hear more. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. On paper, it's the best sports show around. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. A real quick note on the Cardinals here before we get back into some Sunbelt talk and KavanaughCars.com talk. Uh, the question talk, excuse me. Um, I, I'm a little concerned today about Paul Goldschmidt continuing his hitting streak. Now, it's only the bottom of the four, so he's still got a couple of, of at-bats coming up. And it's it's not because, you know, he looks off or anything happened that he's been taken out of the game. And hit. No, 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 no. It's just that the Padres have decided <laughs> that they don't want to deal with him today. Uh, he has seen eight pitches so far in these four innings. And they have all been balls. So I guess uh, I guess this is going to be the strategy over the next couple of weeks to deal with Paul Goldschmidt. Just do not give him anything whatsoever he can hit. So we'll continue to uh, keep an eye on his hitting streak and how the Cardinals are faring today. Uh, with that walk, though, he got on base. He was then able to advance to third on a Nolan Arenado double. And then uh, Juan Yepes has just hit a sacrifice fly to drive in Goldie. And so tied up right now, 1-1, bottom of the fourth, one out, runner on third for the Birds. It's been interesting uh, switching gears again and, and focusing on our poll question today. We've been asking you, what, uh, which one of the four newcomers in the Sun Belt are you most excited to see join the league? And... Well, we would love the conversation at 9303776. Um, I've enjoyed kind of watching the Twitter poll votes today because we've seen different answers kind of gain in percentages as it seems like different fan bases have got a hold of the question. Um, I think when I first put this question out there, a lot of A-State fans were voting, and that's kind of who I wanted to see the most feedback from today. But a lot of you said Southern Miss for obvious reasons. They're they're the closest team. Uh, they're going to be the ones that A-State faces the most, uh, certainly being on the schedule every year in, 
football. It's it's a drivable road trip, familiar brand, so on and so forth. That's that's I think the answer for a lot of people in Northeast Arkansas. Uh, however, you know we did have a moment where Old Dominion fans kind of got a hold of the poll, and now uh, welcome to the conversation, James Madison, as they are currently leading. <laughs> On Twitter at Kara underscore Richie. I, I'm kind of intrigued by James Madison. I, I don't know a ton about them. Um, they are a team that has had FCS success in football, which, of course, we know football drives the conversation. So I'm interested to see if they make it look as easy and as seamless as Georgia Southern and App State did. Because remember when Georgia Southern, Georgia Southern's first year in the league, they went 8-0 and in the Sun Belt and won the conference title. Now, they couldn't go bowling that year because of some goofy NCAA bylaw. But they did go 8-0. and Now, do I think James Madison is going to come in and be as successful in the league as, as Georgia Southern was? No, I don't because this league is a lot better than it was mm, eight, nine years ago when that happened. Um, it's it's not the same Sun Belt. There are several teams that are better now, several programs that are better now than there were back then. But uh, but again, Georgia Southern pulled off that move without a hitch. Uh, Appalachian State, you know, they were bowl eligible their first year in the Sun Belt, and of course we've seen them turn into a Sun Belt power. And then Coastal Carolina took a couple of years. For them to really get it going. But now that they do have it going. Uh, they don't look like they're going anywhere. Anytime soon. So it is very easy to think. That you know it is possible for James Madison. To be able to make this move look easy. One of the things that I have learned about. About James Madison. Um, in looking at these four newcomers. Is this was a team that that for years. Not a team excuse me. Is we're not talking about football only. This is a program. That for years was kind of kicking the tires on a move to FBS. In fact, you know, when there was, when there were openings in the Sun Belt a decade ago, when, you know, Middle and Western Kentucky were moving out, it seems like their name was was brought up. They didn't want to move then. It also seems like, you know, when the league reached out and added in Coastal Carolina that maybe James Madison had been mentioned and, and they didn't want to make the move yet. They were kind of waiting and doing all of the things behind the scenes that they needed to do to be ready to make the move. So they come into the league and they're actually going to be, they're going to have one of the highest budgets already in the Sunbelt Conference when they make the move. Uh, they do have that incredible FCS success and they're going to be able to, you know, give their student athletes um, the funding and everything else like that without without any, having any kind of issue. Um, it's not going to be a problem for them to add in those extra football scholarships and add in some of those other things uh, that make that move from from FCS to FBS so easy. They they're going to come in and and I don't know if they'll be good right away, but they're not going to be bad. They're going to come in and already be in a, like a better place than, than ULM and a couple other programs around the league. So um, another interesting addition. I haven't looked. Uh, I, I guess I just need to hit up their wiki wiki here in a second and see, you know, if there's any kind of fun facts about Duke's athletics that we'll, we've overlooked. We'll find, like, some notable alumni or something here in a second. Let's go to the phones first, though, and see what Chuck has got going on today. How are you? I'm doing good, Kara. How are you? Hey, doing good. Thanks for the phone call. Hey, it sounds like the weakest link of the four that's coming in is Old Dominion. Yeah, I mean, they kind of have the 
they have the least brand recognition and kind of the least history of success out of the four newcomers. Okay. Because, I mean, you look at James Madison, man. They uh, contended for a national championship, <coughs> excuse me, every year. Yeah, they uh, they won a natty back in 2016. Right. Who is their head coach? Do you know? His name is Kurt Signetti. He just completed his third season with the program. He's got a career record of a 33 and 5. Okay. All right. And what's your uh, topic of the or your question of the day? That's kind of what we've been touching. We've been all over the place, but as far as the official question, asking what Sunbelt newcomer are you most excited to see the joint see join the league? Uh, James Madison, Marshall, Old Dominion, or Southern Miss? Uh, me, Marshall. With all the tradition that sure. they're bringing to the Sunbelt, you know? So, yeah, me as the Marshall. Okay. You know? Now, let me ask you a question. I heard this this morning on... Uh, Two pros and a cup of joe. On Matt Ryan, do you think he's going to be a uh, Hall of Famer? No. Okay, well, what makes you think that? One, there's there's a couple of, of different things. Uh, one, I don't think he has the career stats to be able... I, I, don't, I don't think he's in the same league as, as some of his peers during that time because the 2010s and and even into right now we got to see so many good quarterbacks Chuck but he's not in that tier with Tom Brady he's not in that tier with Peyton Manning he's he was just another guy um yes he has some crazy all-time like cumulative stats but if you're going to play in an era like that, there needs to have been, you know, a couple years where you led the league in touchdowns or led the league in yards or something like that. And he he doesn't have that. Additionally, there has to be some kind of, of level of, of playoff success. Um, there's got to be some some big wins in there in his career. And I just I just don't feel like his overall resume is good enough. Okay, well, you sounded just like they did this morning. You know, I mean, you threw out some of what they said out. They think that if he had won the Super Bowl instead of losing it, Tom Brady, he'd be a shoe in. What do you think? Probably. <clears throat> yeah, I I guess I grade on a, a harsher curve. Than than other people because I still I don't know necessarily about about being a shoe in but I mean look you get that you get that ring and that pads the resume a lot a lot. Right. Oh, I agree. I agree. But I still think I mean they were saying he has over sixty thousand uh, passing yards. Um, he has a three to one touchdown to interception ratio Mm -hmm. to me that's good stats man i mean how could you not put him in well one because i don't think you can look at quarterback yards and touchdowns anymore um not not with the ways that we've seen the offense just explode in the nfl over the past what like 10 15 years and how it has gone so much 
from a running back driven league to a pass driven league because when you look at where where Matt Ryan is in terms of of all-time leaders in passing yards yes he's almost to 60,000 yards but of the seven players that are ahead of him five played during his same era if you're not a top five quarterback of your era how can you say you're a shoo as a hall of famer uh, okay yeah that makes a lot of sense Okay, that's all I had. I appreciate you taking my call and answering my question for me. Hey, thanks for the phone call today. Appreciate it, Chuck. No problem. Y'all have a great day and go Red Wolves. For that, uh, kind of for some of the reasons we just outlined, that's one of the reasons that I'm kind of anti-Eli Manning getting into the the Hall of Fame. I, he will get in. He will get in. There's zero doubt in my mind that he will. But he gets in on the two rings, not necessarily the career numbers. Matt Ryan's numbers a tiny bit better than Eli's, but he doesn't have that incredible postseason exclamation point. Yeah. Instead, he's forever going to be the quarterback that was on the other side of one of the biggest comebacks in not just NFL history. That was one of the most astounding comebacks we've seen in professional sports. So I am uh, – I really liked Matt Ryan. He was actually, <laughs> not that I'm going to sit here and bore you guys with stories about my fantasy team, but he was like my starting quarterback for several years. He was a great fantasy quarterback, put up great numbers. But um, put him in the hall of very good. Yeah, I, I mean, I think I would agree with that. If he, if he had won the Super Bowl, he would have been in. Yeah. Uh, prior to... That phone call, we were talking a little bit about our question of the day. I want to circle back around to it here in in just a moment. Uh, We were talking about James Madison, so um, I will throw out a quick fun fact that I learned about James Madison in my uh, research today. And by research, I mean I'm reading through their Wikipedia pages, (laughs) so I can sound somewhat smart on this topic. But James Madison has the largest collegiate marching band in the nation. How is that fun fact for you? 535 members strong. Wonder if they're ever going to bring their band to any of these road trips. That's like a, that's like three whole other charter planes, so maybe not. Yeah, probably not. I would imagine the traveling band is probably smaller than the yeah. home band. I mean, Texas A&M, their first year in the SEC, did bring their band like everywhere, or the first two years. But I would assume the financials are a little bit different. Yeah, it probably is. Uh, one more quick nugget here on JMU. They have a club, Ultimate Frisbee Team, and their name is the Flying Hellfish. So there you go. We'll go into break on that note. We'll be right back here in a moment on the Workday Red Zone. Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on the Ticket Radio Network. You've got a lot of plans on your summer bucket list this year, but yard work doesn't have to be one of them. Call the professionals at J&K Lawn and Tree Service today. You want your yard to be the best looking one on the block, but you also want to enjoy all the summer fun with friends and family. Don't waste your precious time or hire someone whose work is just okay. Call J&K Lawn and Tree Service at 897-1329. That's 897-1329. 
Don't settle for OK when you can have J&K this summer. Farmers, have you booked your new crop corn and milo? Before you do, call Pico Foods. Pico is buying new crop corn and milo at always competitive prices. Pico Foods, the eighth largest poultry producer in the U.S. and a fourth-generation family-owned business, supports local producers. And they're buying new crop corn and milo right now. In Arkansas, Missouri, call David Durham or James Chester, 870-202-7101. In Alabama and Mississippi, call Craig Bird or John Taylor Hickman, 601 670 Hey, Northeast Arkansas, this is Angie Gallagher with United Country Scenic Rivers Realty. If you have property to sell, call me now. The real estate market is incredibly busy and we are sold out of properties to sell. Whether you have a home, land, investment property, a farm, or ranch, it doesn't matter. It's all selling. Our nationwide marketing has been bringing in buyers from all over the U.S. So call me, Angie Gallagher, at 870-219-5159 and let me and my team go to work for you at United Country Scenic Rivers Realty, we're uniting hometown sellers with nationwide buyers. At Gazaway Ace on Kings Highway in Paragould and Hilltop in Jonesboro, we have you covered whatever the project. Gazaway Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks in your neighborhood. Grilling season is here, and Gazaway Ace is your outdoor cooking headquarters with name brands like Traeger, Weber, The Big Green Egg, and Blackstone. Get free assembly and free delivery now at Gazaway Ace on Hilltop in Jonesboro and Gazaway Ace on Kings Highway in Paragould. Gazaway Ace is the place you want to go. Go, Gazaway. 95.9 The Wolf is once again your home for the St. Louis Cardinals, and you can hear every pitch of the 2022 season thanks to 1812 Pizza Company, Angie Gallagher of United Country Scenic Rivers Realty, Purcell Tire and Service Center, Glensane Motors, Hilltop Family Dentistry, Play It Again Sports, Munchies, Oldham Law Firm, Branching Out Tree Service, Car Choice, Domino's Pizza, Gasway Ace, Clark Property Insurance, Harris Ford, Legendary Supplements, The Social, Farmers and Merchants Bank, Nebo Auto Center, Craighead Electric, Jonesboro Sports Cards and Memorabilia, JTY hardware and lumber, Calmer Solutions, and Cox Implement. In January of 2017, I was diagnosed with acute lymphoblastic leukemia. And within 24 hours of that diagnosis, uh, we found ourselves here in Memphis at St. Jude. They knew what they were doing. They knew how they were going to treat her. They laid out this elaborate plan. We didn't know what the future was or if there even was a future, but with St. Jude, there was. Not that long ago, the survival rate was 4%. 4%. But through the work and research that St. Jude does, that's now 94%. And you know how that got done? It's through donations, by people getting behind this mission that no child dies in the dawn of life. St. Jude Children's Research Hospital, finding cures Saving children. Learn more at stjude.org. Hey, I'm Reba McIntyre. Growing up in Oklahoma, I had big dreams of becoming a successful country music singer. But I also knew the odds were against me and that I needed an education to fall back on. Studying never got in the way of my dreams. In fact, school gave me lots of opportunities I wouldn't have had otherwise with my career. Please stay in school and try your best. You never know where a good education might take you. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force. Giving you 110% and taking it one show at a time. Here's Kara Ritchie. All right, welcome back to the Workday Red Zone, 9303-776. 
the number to call asking you which one of these Sunbelt newcomers you're most excited to see join the league. The popular answer in Northeast Arkansas, Southern Miss. The popular answer on the poll question. Right now, James Madison is the leader in the clubhouse. I think they had a couple James Madison people retweet that tweet, so that's probably why. Uh, Looking at some of the answers from those of you that commented, uh, Chris says Marshall. He says he's actually a longtime fan of Marshall, just not, not when they play ASU. Uh, Mr. Ray says he's going to be in Hattiesburg in the fall, if that is enough of a hint. And then uh, Jake chimes in and says, Southern Miss and Marshall were the legit get. Both have been the traditional powerhouses of CUSA, and tabbing both were phenomenal additions to the conference. ODU and JMU are fine additions and strengthened the league that much more. So 9303776, the number to call there. KavanaughCars.com is the website to hit up. Uh, They sponsor the question every day. They also bring you a one-stop shop for making a vehicle purchase. First things first, you go through there and you pick out the car you want, right? Uh, They have all of their inventory online for you. Uh, Whether you're looking for a new or a pre-owned vehicle, you can search by year or make or model or go through. And even if you're not 100% set on what you want, you can search through body style. You can... Search by price, since most of us do have budgets on things we're buying these days. Uh, But they really help you, guide you through that process of getting the right car for you. And then once you've got it picked out, I mean, once you're online, you can go ahead and get pre-approved. Calculate your payments, find out what your trade-in is worth. Again, just anything with the car buying process, you can get it started at KavanaughCars.com. Going back to to baseball here for a moment, uh, Cardinals still tied up with... The Padres, one-to-one right now, uh, as those teams close out their series at Bush Stadium. But I have to follow up on what was a super important story from earlier in the week, and that is the uh, slap traversy. Slapgate? Slap something going on between Tommy Pham and Jock Peterson. Yesterday, a new wrinkle was thrown out there in regards to this story. And turns out it is all Mike Trout's fault. I love this story because it keeps involving like more and more (laughs) baseball players. But the reason it's all Mike Trout's fault is because apparently he was the Fantasy League's commissioner. Now, if you're not familiar with the story that I'm referencing between Tommy Pham and Jock Peterson, you're just going to have to look it up because there's already been like so much weirdness that's happened since this actual slap happened. Uh, last weekend that I'm not going to sit here and try and go back over it and, and get you guys all caught up. But it was due to a fantasy football league. And uh, apparently Tommy Pham is a giant man baby. But uh, he jokingly, by the way, blamed league commissioner Mike Trout saying, quote, Trout did a terrible job, man. The worst commissioner in fantasy sports because he allowed a lot of stuff to go on and he could have solved it all. I didn't want to be the bleeping commissioner. I've got other bleep to do. Trout didn't want to do it. But we put him on it, so it's kind of our fault, too, because we made him commissioner. This league was such a screwed-up mess that, like, nobody wanted to run this league. And I feel like a lot of you have probably been there at some point in time. Yeah. Like, you start a fantasy league because you want to play fantasy football or fantasy baseball with some of your friends, and then you start to look at the group that's assembled, and you're like, man... I don't want to be the ringleader of these yahoos. (laughs) (laughs) And then by default, you end up having to do it. 
but that sounds like the situation that Mike Trout is in here. And he has probably already resigned his commissioner commissionership uh, this offseason. Probably as soon as this unfolded, he was just like, I don't want I don't want anything, anything to do with this. But now he is thrown into the mix. By the way I would guess Tommy Pham is not gonna be invited back. I think he already kind of like quit I think I saw a previous story that said he had already kind of quit on the league like halfway through last year. Okay. Fam actually texted in the group chat that the next time he saw Peterson he'd slap him. But this is this is wild. You'd think that these guys would not be in such a tizzy over a ten thousand dollar buy in. But who knows? Also, the last place team had to pay an extra, ten large. But this is this is a powerhouse of a league, by the way. Tommy Pham, Jock Peterson, Manny Machado, Eric Hosmer, Mike Mustakis, and then Kamish Mike Trout. Seems like there's. I mean, they need a couple more guys in that league as well. So I I want to see the full league roster. I need this story to actually continue because it's the off season. We don't have anything else really that we're talking about right now. So I need to know what I need now in the development of this story is I need to see the full league lineup and I need to see the 2021 standings. I want to know who won this league. I want to know who came in dead last. I want to know if there were any other side bets. Like did anybody have to like shave their head, shave off an eyebrow, anything else goofy come out of this league? Or was it just, I mean, not that the slap's not goofy enough, but now, now I need all of the details on this fantasy league. How long has this league been in existence? Did it just become a thing last year? How long has Tommy Pham been in it? What about Jock Peterson? How did these guys all end up in a league? Did they not have other friends? (laughs) So many questions. Just questions and more questions and more questions. Uh, with uh, with this fantasy league. Uh, looking elsewhere in, in some baseball news before we uh, go to break and, and come back and wrap up today's show. Congratulations to the Cincinnati Reds. We ripped on them repeatedly and steadily for probably about the first six or so weeks of the MLB season. But as of right now, this moment, they are not the worst team in baseball. In fact, by win percentage, they're not even the next to the worst team in baseball. They're actually third. They've made it all the way up to third from the bottom. Wow. Yeah, 28th now out of 30 teams. But uh, the dubious honor of being absolutely awful goes to the Kansas City Royals. They are now your worst team in Major League Baseball. And then uh, the Nationals are 0.001% worse than the Reds. <laughs> but the Reds the Reds have actually won six out of their last ten. So, I mean, for the Reds, they're on like a pretty successful streak right now. So they're... Well, they're not good, but they're not as bad as they were two weeks ago. So an interesting development. Uh, by the way, speaking of the Royals, of course, that is... Uh, the franchise that Arkansas State alum Tyler Zuber plays for. And I know that he had started out 
the beginning of the 2022 season on the IL. You know, he was put on the 60-day IL pretty quickly. So you knew he was dealing with something significant there. And then uh, most recently, in fact, just a couple weeks ago, he put on his social media, quote, thank you to TMI Sports Medicine and Dr. Meister for a successful surgery. 2023, you better be ready. So no Tyler Zuber pitching anywhere this year at any level for Kansas City, but do want to wish him a speedy and and full recovery, and we hope we get to see him back with the Royals coming up in in 2023. Uh, Let's hit pause. Why not? One more break to take. Let's do it. We'll come back and wrap up a Wednesday on the Workday Red Zone. When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Domino's Pizza is hiring. Work in a fun, fast-paced environment with Domino's. Do you have solid math skills, sound judgment, and the ability to multitask? You want to be the boss? Domino's Pizza is needing an assistant manager. Domino's is also hiring for delivery drivers with fun and flexible hours and a great schedule that'll fit what you're looking for. And take home cash every night. Domino's needs customer service representatives too. Apply now at jobs.dominos.com. That's jobs.dominos.com. Domino's Pizza is an equal opportunity employer. Again, we want to take this time to tell you thank you and we appreciate your business at Glenn Sane. We've been around a long time and we realize to be successful in this business, surround yourself with good people. And we've been doing that since 1954. In our ads, we tell a lot of stories. I think people get tired of people like me getting on there talking loud about prices and rebates. People enjoy a change. Most people can relate some of the stories because they've experienced some of the same things. Glenn Sane and God bless our troops. Working a livestock operation sure takes its toll on your body. That's why Case IH Farmall Utility Series tractors offer you something the competitors don't. Unmatched operator comfort. Farmall Utility tractors feature a spacious operator environment with ergonomically placed controls, easy-to-read instrument clusters, and exceptional visibility. Features that increase comfort and reduce fatigue. Visit your Baker Implement dealer today or go online at bakerimplement.com. The process of buying a home is a big deal. That's why the team at First Financial Mortgage is committed to making the home buying process as easy as possible. Here's what Joey had to say. We could not have been more pleased with First Financial Mortgage. Mary Tucker was absolutely fantastic. I can't imagine anyone being more responsive than her, and she had everything turned around in well under a month. My family and I will always be grateful for the work Mary and her team did in order to assist us. Call Mary Tucker or Katie Ingram at 935-7808. First Financial Mortgage, Equal Housing Lending. Member FDIC. School's out, and that makes it the perfect time to get your kids in for a dental cleaning. It's also the perfect time to make an appointment with Brooklyn Dental. Brooklyn Dental offers a great combination of an experienced, friendly staff and the latest in technology and procedures. And at Brooklyn Dental, they work with all types of insurance plans. Whether you're looking for a new dentist or just haven't been in a while, trust the smiles in your life to the staff at Brooklyn Dental. Call 870-393-5330 to schedule an appointment. Brooklyn Dental, open now on High. 49 in Brooklyn. Hey there, this is Brad Bobo, personally inviting you to join me for The Drive. It's a place where we talk about the sports news that matters to you and to the people making it. A-State in the Sun Belt, Arkansas in the SEC, plus the Cardinals, Grizzlies, and especially our local high school coaches and athletes. We've got you covered on The Drive. It truly is a show about local sports, plus you never know when a song is going to break out. 
So join Will I Ain't and me for The Drive, weekday afternoons from 3 to 6, right here on the Ticket Radio Network. Hello, I'm Marissa Jarrett-Winoker. Performing on stage takes mental and physical preparation. But one thing I never thought to prepare for was cervical cancer. 91% of cervical cancers are caused by the human papillomavirus, or HPV. One in every four Americans is infected with HPV. For many people, the virus hides inside them and they never develop symptoms. But for others, HPV links directly to cancer. My cancer almost ended my career. It almost ended me. The good news is, there are vaccines that can protect you or your children from cancer. The HPV vaccine is recommended for children 11 to 12 years old, and a catch-up vaccine may be an option for teens and young adults. Talk to your doctor. You don't want HPV hiding inside of you. Go to thinkaboutthelink.org to learn more. Together, we can stop cancer before it starts. You've already mailed it in at work today, so you might as well keep it right here. Back to the Workday Red Zone. All right, last segment here on the Workday Red Zone. 9303-776 is the number to call. So last call on the KavanaughCars.com question. What newcomer to the Sun Belt are you most excited to see join the league? One, it's not today. They're not joining today. But one month from today is when uh, these newcomers will be officially official. Of course, this is a conversation that started... Well, the overall realignment conversation, I remember very clearly, started <laughs> last year in late July. In fact, I think we were at, at Sunbelt Media Day or getting ready for it, and this news broke. And uh, that Texas and OU were going to be joining the SEC, and then it was a question of what would happen next and what would that impact be on every other conference in the country. And the Sunbelt uh, went out and did its due diligence and over the next few months, it was revealed that there would be four new teams in the league, all of which seems like they are going to be really good fits and really good contributors in several, several different sports. Again, we've talked plenty over the past few months about how just insane Sunbelt baseball is, is about to be. But this is going to be a stronger football league as well. And since football drives a bus, yeah. or at least drives the bank accounts, um, you certainly want to have some, some strength in that sport as well but uh, right now looking at the poll James Madison the leader in the clubhouse at 39 percent 29 percent of you most excited to see Southern Miss join the league including Jairus who chimes in and says quote I went to school there and I can't wait for them to dominate this league homerism is accepted <laughs> we will uh, we will always welcome the feedback of proud alums no matter what school you are an alumni of uh, Marshall gets 23% of your vote. Old, Old Dominion gets 9%. So, again, I'll be interested to see if any other fan bases, uh, Twitter accounts or podcasts or whatever else, <laughs> get a hold of this question and see what these results look like uh, when this poll goes final right before the show tomorrow. And we'll, of course, tell you the results about it then. Uh, quickly looking ahead to tomorrow. Uh, nothing dramatic on the slate, but we are looking forward to another chat with Keith Merritt. And he'll be with us for hour number one of tomorrow's show. So excited, excited for that. Not as excited about walking out of the studio and walking into some rain, which is just about to hit. And uh, I don't think we're expected to have any kind of craziness hit us today, but just always be weather aware 
And then uh, my big thing that I want to preach forever, if you have your windshield wipers on, that means you should have your headlights on. It's actually the law. Wipers on, headlights on. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Uh, one more look at the Cardinals today before we wrap it up. I think uh, a couple segments ago I said that I was just a little bit concerned about Paul Goldschmidt being able to extend his hitting streak today because the Padres were just giving him not a single blessed thing to hit in his first two at-bats. He saw eight pitches in his first two ABs, and it was eight balls. <laughs> so it didn't even get close. To being able to get a hit in their first couple of at-bats. But he did get a hit in the sixth inning. So he extends that hitting streak. It's now at 23 games. So a really uh, new month. St. Paul Goldschmidt. As he went out and dominated May. And is starting June hot as well. So he's been on base three times today in three plate appearances uh good to see nolan arenado after having a, a good game last night and snapping an over skid he's getting back with it today he's two for two for three he just drove in a couple so now the cardinals are up three to one over the padres looking for a sweep in this series dakota hudson we've talked about him several times today of course he's pitching for the cardinals had a little bit of a shaky first inning um through way too many pitches in that first inning but since then i think it is fair to say that he has settled in and then some as I think he set down 14 in a row. No, more than that, 17 in a row for Hudson now. So he's all right. Cardinals looking good today. Uh, anything else? I'm trying to remember if there's anything else that we should have touched on during today's show that we didn't. I uh, didn't really have a lot of information coming out from the SEC meetings today. Of course, that's a big topic nationally. But, you know, no good quips from anybody today. I know yeah. Greg Sankey talked about a lot of things, but, you know, basically what I'm saying is we didn't have any good new Saban Jimbo Fisher content, so just skip it. I do find it interesting that Saban is kind of, sort of, more or less apologized to Jimbo Fisher. Jimbo Fisher, who took it personal, has he apologized to Nick Saban? Um, I haven't seen it if he has. I I hadn't either. And again, he took it personal, said the words despicable over and over, uh, said that Nick Saban had a God complex, said that he had stories on him, and I, I don't feel like I've heard him walk back any of that. Again, could have overlooked it. It's been a busy last night, a uh, busy night last night, getting caught up on season three of Stranger Things before I started season four. But I don't, I don't think I've overlooked it. Don't think I have. So maybe, maybe there will be some updates there from Destin coming up tomorrow. But again, tomorrow, Keith Merritt will join us for Hour 1. We'll recap whatever happens uh, for the rest of today's Cardinal game. Look around, see if there's any news or notes on A-State, the Sun Belt. Who knows what else. So uh, looking forward to that. Appreciate Keith Merritt joining us today for Hour 1. Also, Thank you to Arkansas State Women's Golf Assistant Josh Gorsney, who joined us earlier, got us caught up on the offseason for A-State Women's Golf, and also looked ahead to camp season, which is starting up soon for A-State, too. So 
good times there. If you missed that chat, you'll be able to find it after the show today at 953theticket.com. Keep it here. The setup with Cade and Andrew is next, followed by the drive with Brad Bobo. Have it here in the morning for the front row with Budrow at 7 a.m. RWRC Radio with JC is on vacation, but the Workday Red Zone will be back tomorrow at noon. For Cade, I'm Kara. Thanks for hanging out today. Can't wait to talk to you then. Have a great, great afternoon. Woo!